thinking about what tool am I considering changing and why? Why am I thinking about that? Because it's a prompt for day 18 of Art Sound Off and this is the Polytechnicast, the place where I do this kind of reflection. Hi, I'm Rob Stenzinger, and well, I definitely am thinking about like changing a tool. I have been, this has been a long ongoing concern of mine where roughly for about a year or so as sort of a side burner occasional thing that I was studying, um, I was thinking about using for my game development, this tool called uh, Unity, Unity 3D. And that is a really powerful general purpose game engine and development environment and then some, because it's also incredibly cross-platform. It's one of those things where you can make a piece of software in Unity and it can be consumed or brought to just a mind-boggling amount of different places, including like portable game systems like uh, Nintendo DS or the the Wii U or now the Switch or Xbox One or the PS4, PlayStation. I mean, it's unbelievable. And including, of course, things like um, mobile platforms, Android, iOS, and your desktop platforms like uh, Windows, Linux, Mac, it's unbelievable. So that kind of flexibility to say that I can express ideas in a game and then have the potential of those, those ideas reaching so many different platforms is, was, it was a killer feature that had me considering unity for many years, but my, uh, my fluency and familiarity is in areas like Python and JavaScript, which led me to choose, for instance, as far as building my game, This Panda Needs You, I built that in JavaScript and I was using a game engine called PhaserJS. More comfortable, makes sense. It's, if I think, oh, I have a job I need this engine to do, the whole process of getting it to do that job is uh familiarish to me, even if it's not immediately, yes, exactly something I had done before. Like for instance, animating a character with, uh, you know, with frames in a sprite sheet, right? Uh, that was highly learnable in the phaser JS context, but it took a bit of doing because, you know, unity has its own way of doing stuff anyway. So like, why, what was I considering changing and why? Well, JavaScript is familiar as it is to me. It is not as easy to reach as wide of a set of platforms where I want to provide a game in a sort of, well, a, an app store environment in a variety of places. Doable, but more effort, more, mm, anything from, you know, find, finding, uh, hmm, like ways to get the game able to be presented on, for instance, an iPhone versus an Android phone. Um, I had experimented with something called Cocoon JS, right? 
and then what cocoon.io i think they changed into really nice thing like it's a, it's it had it's a very unity like promise where you can express your game into this one particular way that um it is oh it's escaping me right now but there's a kind of uh web tech based approach oh gosh it's it's so funny that it's escaping me right now because i'm sure someone who had been working with uh the web tools oh what was it called now it's called cordova anyway all right sorry for the the <laughs> the extra effort there to to pull that out but cordova it's it's sort of um hey use your html file in this way put your javascript in this way um make a configuration file in XML that says, oh, here's my icons for this kind of platform and that kind of platform. Here's my splash screens and all this stuff. And you make this package of files and configuration and all of a sudden something like um, cocoon.io is, it's like, hey, I got your back. I will compile compile your thing for Windows and Mac and Linux and um, iOS and Android. And I'm like, that sounds pretty great. That's pretty far reaching, not quite to the, the variety of game systems that like unique unity can reach. But with that trade off, Hey, I'm getting to work in something that is very familiar to me, meaning, you know, like web technologies and JavaScript anyway, but that tension, that desire to go to more platforms and also there's an interesting, impressive community community of um, uh, licensable like tools and like problem solving things. There's a Unity app store where you can uh, just buy problem buy solutions to problems that you're having. And including like partial game engines, full game engines, um, characters, and um, components that help manage different aspects of the game. It's an interesting, vibrant ecosystem full of a lot of different possible solutions. And and I thought that's impressive. That's there 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 doesn't seem to be any other game development platform that has that. So anyway, another big benefit from Unity. Yet this giant puzzle popped up where after studying Unity on the side burner for about, I don't know, let's say at least eight months, if not a year, they announce, um, hey, guess what? We are only supporting uh, C-sharp as a language. And I've got a bit of my own personal background baggage with uh, C-sharp. And I thought, well, now what? Now what am I going to do? Because I can't use this sort of JavaScript way, this language that I was using just to make Unity mm, like more fun and interesting to me. So that was uh, a big puzzle. So then I went from considering changing from, from JavaScript to Unity. And then now I'm like, oh, no do I really want to work in a language that I, that are, I don't personally find that exciting where I had studied it 
incredibly, you know, up close and in nitty gritty detail for a number of years, but I had walked away from it a while back. And then I got into Python and, and, um, you know, found different solutions for those, for the problems I was solving with C sharp and okay. Puzzle, puzzle. Do I want to, you know, go back to this language that I don't find as fun and familiar. And I guess the best analogy I could draw for, um, let's see, uh, like what is the pain of working in a computer language? Like what's the friction point compared to working in one that you enjoy? And I, I think it would be like, consider two different places that you, two different kinds of applications you could draw in or write in. And when all the different sort of menus and dialogues and stuff just make sense and actually are kind of fun versus another application where every single dialogue in it, it's likely not fun and somehow annoying. And that, that's, that's my own, again, my perspective, my baggage with, um, that I had you know, associated with uh, C sharp because I just really, really didn't want to work in it anymore. But here I am, I went back and forth and challenged myself thinking about the next games I'm working on. And to be honest, unity is like the best environment to solve problems and solve the right volume of problems to say that I'm really not interested in expressing like a totally new game engine. I just want to morph an existing one. I want to add a little twist and then I want to add my own content and then how I compose the levels and that little twist in this game engine. That's, that's my game. That's the new thing I'm working on. And I can get to that goal far sooner, faster with, with unity. So here you go. I've come, (laughs) I've gone back and forth and this has been, um, yeah, it's been a process for me. So that's, uh, it's been a process of accepting my own biases and saying, well, it's all right to not have that much, you know, excitement or joy in this particular aspect, but, but in trade for that friction, I'm getting so many other benefits. So hopefully I will see the thing that I want to see come out of this and uh, only time will tell. And I'll definitely share updates as I work along on this, this, this new game project that I am doing in unity in spite of the back and forth. Right. And that's, that's my story about considering the prompts. What tool am I considering changing and why? And if you're into this, join in. This is part of, this is an, uh, I'm putting this Polytechnicast out in the world because of this creative challenge called Art Sound Off, a thing I started with a friend of mine, Jersey Drozd. And we were like, we have these sort of, you know, reflective journal art casts. Let's do this again. Let's, let's get them, get more out in the world. And then why not challenge others to join in with us? And there's so many ways you can go about it. You can try to do one for every day in November. 2017 or, um, just do one. You don't even have to post it. There's so many ways you can check out more of the details about all that different twists and turns and options and prompts and ways to go about this at artsoundoff.com. And if you have any questions or reactions 
to what you heard with this pondering. You can certainly catch me on Twitter where I am at Rob Stenzinger or via email where I am rob.stenzinger at stenzingersoftware.com. Thank you very much for listening. Thank you.